your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Lacrosse to Lacrosse Talk PM's. Uh, right away, got to get into it. Sean Kudron, the chief of police, is uh, in studio with me, and on the phone with me is Mayor Mitch Reynolds, and obviously a big day today. President Joe Biden in town. Mitch, we got to see you uh, meet Joe coming off the Air Force One. What was that like? What was that conversation? You guys had a couple minute conversation there. You, uh, Senator Baldwin, I believe, and and Ron Kime. What were you guys talking about? Well, hey, Rick, I, I, again, I, I appreciate you uh, inviting me to come on, and uh, thanks so much for your interest in this. You know, with the, uh, the president uh, came off Air Force One and immediately asked me about this uh, Rick Solom guy, and, um, and I, yeah, I said he's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a loose cannon, but, uh, but he also provides an incredible service uh, to our community, so we're going to keep him around. Is that, is that when, is that why Brad Williams didn't get into the, to the, the speech at down down there on the aisle. Yes, that was it. Was because of you. Uh, I vouched for you and him, but uh, yeah, it didn't even. You don't even have any pull with the president now. You can't even get yeah. former colleagues in there. It's crazy. Yeah, no. We talked about infrastructure, the things that you would normally talk about. You know, just uh, there was some quick discussion about why he was there. We talked about the Packers because you have to. Yep. Um, and uh, and a few other things, and just a very pleasant. Uh, pleasant conversation. Uh, it was a really nice meeting. Um, he was, as most people are when they fly into lacrosse, uh, just enthralled with the view. He's been here before, um, so he knows uh, knows a lot about our our city and our area here. So it's not it's uh, it was just really nice. A, a good meeting. Do you give him? To, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, I was just going to say. I mean, you you have there in front of you one of the key individuals who helped pull all this together on a very, very short notice. This was even short by White House standards. And I can't tell you how many times I heard extraordinarily wonderful things about our staff who were involved in this process, including the chief and our transit manager, uh, Adam Lorenz, who was key in getting, making sure that we had a, a great event at our MSC building. And, um, and then a number of other people who were involved. Michael Floor, street superintendent. Just, I mean, it's a very, very long list. But uh, key on that list was a fellow sitting right in front of you right now, our, our police chief, Sean Kudron. So my hats off to him and his entire crew. Um, just a lot of great officers uh, working double time um, for uh, for the city of Lacrosse and uh, putting a really good face on it. Now, when you're talking to Biden and 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 just talking, I don't know, telling him about the city. Uh, do you just do one of those coughs, PFAS, something like PFAS, PFAS? What are you going to like something like that? Or uh, did, did you get him in anything, any priorities that lacrosse needs that you get across to the president quick? Yeah, absolutely. Congressman Kind and I both, uh, during our very limited conversation on the tarmac at the airport, Congressman Kind uh, and I both uh, talked about PFAS um, with the president and talked about how what a significant issue is. And he's very much aware. Uh, there's there's uh, dollars to use in his infrastructure plan to help us not only, you know, uh, of course, the city of La Crosse and this region, but other regions, other states. He understands that it's a growing problem throughout the nation. He also understands that there needs to be an investment in that problem and in fixing the issues that uh, we're, we're dealing with after decades of uh, manufacturers uh, throwing poisons at us. 
Now, you and, and Chief Kujaran sitting here next to me, Mayor Mitch Reynolds on the phone with me. Um, do you guys get together before the president comes in? And I, I joke with kind about this yesterday, what route you're going to take the president on to get down to the aisle. Do you go over all the potholes so he realizes the infrastructure is really bad, or you take him through the nice parts of the city just because he's, he's in town? Well, I'll, I'll let you and the chief elaborate on this later, but I do want to say that, um, you know, we, once again, we had very little time to put this all together. We didn't have a meeting. There was, you know, I was I was somewhere else. I was not even in La Crosse this weekend. Um, and it was pretty much up to Chief Coudron and, again, Ed Lorenz and a few others, key personnel, to put this all together. We did, We had no meeting. We had no, like... It was a uh, fly by the seat of our pants for the most part, at least, at least from my perspective. I know Chief Kudron had it all uh, sewn up and um, and going and working extra- extraordinarily well. But and of course, we're not in charge of which route they take. Um, you know, that's that's really not up to us. Um, but uh, I, I and I didn't get a vote. <laughs> so, uh, not surprisingly, I was I didn't even I didn't even, I didn't wasn't even the guest car number one. I was in guest car number two. Uh, for the motorcade, so uh, did they at uh, least take you for ice cream afterwards? No, I missed the ice cream. Ugh. Yeah, he did. He did. I think he went for ice cream, right? Yeah, the, 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 down to the pearl. Yeah, down to the pearl. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I I didn't get to go on the ice cream trip. I suggested Ranison, but I guess not. We're not doing that one. Yeah, <laughs> um, just la- last thing while I have you, and I'll, obviously I'm going to talk to Kudron about this, but we've made an arrest at the, the in the Huska Park death. Uh, you know, somebody was found there dead a uh, c- yep. couple weeks ago. I feel like now. Um, do you have? Did you, did you want to talk about that for a minute? I, a or couple not? weeks ago, I, I guess I'm not now. I'm sure what you're talking about. We is have it, an oh, arrest. Oh, is this uh, different? Never mind. I was I was thinking of something else. But we made it. Well, we made an arrest, right? On on a, on someone that. Yeah, so we had a death there in the park last night. Um, okay. We have there has been a suspect arrested. Obviously, Chief Kudron could talk more about this. I mean, this. I tell you what, you know, and, and there, there's going to be a lot of talk about this, and there's no question. And, and I just want to make it very clear that we have a multiple health crises going on here in the city of La Crosse throughout our community. We have a homelessness crisis, which is a health crisis. We have a uh, mental health crisis. Uh, we have an addiction crisis. We have multiple things that are going on all at the same time. And what you saw last night was an intersection of, of, of all of those uh, things happening at once. And uh, it's, it's just an enormous tragedy um, and, and something that is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating and it's I, our deepest sympathies go out to all friends and family, uh, which I, I don't even know if we've, we've identified. Uh, honestly, I've, I'm not even sure. Where, I'm not even plugged into that extent that I have that identification going on, but um, we know we've made an arrest. And um, this really speaks to our need to find permanent solutions for homelessness, for for find find help for those with mental health issues that need to address them. Find help for those who have uh, addiction issues that need to address those. Um, I, I have a lot of people telling me that, that these folks down at Hoosier Park need to go find jobs, and I just it's it's amazingly frustrating because yeah, it would be great for for people, everybody that we need to work, but we have families down there, we have little children down there. We have people on the edge of their existence that are teetering on the brink, who are struggling with mental health crisis on a regular basis, and those are some of the problems that we have to solve. And that was really at the end of the day, at the heart of this tragedy last night. And um, you know, it's it's a it's a very difficult situation. But I have staff working constantly. My parks director Jay Odegaard has been working constantly to find better solutions. And um, you know, eventually we'll have a homeless coordinator that can take some of that load on. But uh, 
I would like to think that there are others out there who can do some heavy lifting um, besides the city of lacrosse. All right. And then I, I really just want to transit back to Biden here real quick, a terrible yep. transition, but um, did you, yep. did, how many texts did you get from friends today? Just, you know, that they saw you and you know, how cool that was. Oh, I mean, it's a million, you know, <laughs> it was really uh, friends and family. They were like, wait a minute, did you get to meet the president today? <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm not going to, sh- you know, I, I'm not going to play this off. Like it's no big deal. It's a thrill to meet the president, to greet Air Force One on the tarmac, to greet the president he's coming, as he's coming off Air Force One, it's it's a thrill. It really is. It's, uh, I was, you know, I felt composed in the moment, but leading up to it, I'm thinking, I, this is amazing to me. And, uh, you know, just just an honor to be, to represent the city in that, in that position, in that role. Now, Joe Biden's never going to live this down. He slipped on Air Force One stairs one time. Tell me in your head, you were thinking, man, if he slips right here. <laughs> I'll let you go. Not gonna lie, scenarios <laughs> were going through my mind. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, what happened? So, yeah, so that yeah, definitely thought did go through my mind. Yep. All right, thanks, Mitch. Thanks, thanks, Rick. That's Mayor Mitch Reynolds. Sean Kudron in studio with me. Good job, Sean. Good start. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he takes all the thunder there. Uh, we'll be back. Brad's got to do the news quick. We'll be back with Kudron. We're going to talk about the the Huska Park thing. Uh, obviously, the Biden visit and uh, a bunch of other stuff on our plate. If we can get to it. Yeah, we'll be back. I said that already. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the text line if you want to get in here. Please choose Sean Kudron joining me the last time you came in here. Uh, maybe I did it on the phone because it was pandemic time, and you probably weren't, you probably weren't in here. Yeah, it's been a while. I know uh, early on, uh, a couple years ago, in here once, and I think the last time we may have discussed uh, some issues, it was over the phone. Yeah, because I gave you the, I made it a promo, the throwing the license out at the, when you get pulled over, because right. like, yeah. it's a it's a promo that I still run, although I probably should take it down pretty soon, because the pandemic's over, right? We're not, to, we're not doing pandemic stuff anymore. We're on the better side. Um, obviously, Joe Biden's in town today. You guys had to, uh, you were just telling me you had to put this together over the weekend. Every, I think only I think most people just want to know when Pearl Street getting getting ice cream on Pearl Street was worked into that plan. Was that or well, maybe that was the first thing? Well, um, yeah, can't can't exactly explain that decision making, but uh, um, we work very closely with the Secret Service. Um, you know, they're well aware of just uh, you know what what lacrosse is all about, and um, and and so yeah, they made plans up. We did uh, everything we could do to support them. Okay, so I'm just going to grill you on Pearl Street questions for the rest of the show. But um, <laughs> does I mean that has to get somebody local has to? It's not like Joe Biden goes, "We got to get the lacrosse at Pearl Street ice cream," and then beyond that, oh yeah, and infrastructure. So who do you think uh, gave him the word that we, he needs to stop for ice cream there? Well, I know that his <laughs> his staffers obviously are doing a lot of research and okay. trying to figure out um, you know what what to do, and I'm sure they know what the president likes and. Uh, and hey, I mean, in the summer, what a better place to stop than Pearl uh, to uh, the ice cream shop on Pearl Street? It's got to be a funny like somebody in the Biden administration is on Google like ice cream near lacrosse. I think that's <laughs> what they would do, or ice cream lacrosse. And then there's going to be a couple of different pop. I mean, is that where you're going, or would you suggest somewhere else? No, nah, I mean that'd be a great <laughs> place to go. So that that's that would be my first choice. And you're like, really, Rick? You you're serious? You are going to only talk to me about ice cream? <laughs> Um, you've been you've been here. You said for over two decades with the Lacrosse Police Department. That's right. Um, and I know you've had multiple positions. Uh, two years as chief, 
It, but you, how many can you just talk about like some of your past experiences with presidents coming to town? Um, yeah. So really past experiences. I worked in our investigative bureau uh, for several years. So our investigative bureau really takes uh, the lead on on just working with the Secret Service and, and coordinating uh, the visit. But we have a lot of support staff, field services staff, officers that are helping out with the route. Um, and so over the years, I've, I've assisted in, in several visits, uh, many campaign visits. I mean, obviously during campaign season, mm-hmm. lacrosse is always a, uh, a destination for uh, candidates to come to. So we've worked very closely with many candidates over the years, and, and we've really forged a really good relationship with the Secret Service because we've worked with them so many times. As the police chief, do you get to just delegate the work? Is it? Or is it harder as the police chief to when the president comes? I mean, your responsibility is bigger because you're the chief of police now. But sure. but uh, you know, maybe in your positions in the past, you've had to do harder work because you know you're you're in it a little bit more. Well, absolutely. So there are staff members that that are doing a lot more of the coordination. So I've got uh, Captain Dan Close really worked hard on coordinating everything in terms of the number of staff that we needed to help out, um, and and then just keeping in touch with all the changes because many of these things change. Uh, timing, location, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my job is to keep in touch with, with my staff so that, you know, I have a good idea of what's happening. Um, I inform my boss, the mayor, uh, you know, what, what's going to be going on and, uh, and how we're going to be, you know, going about our business and, and really doing everything we can do to support the Secret Service and, and have a very safe uh, event uh, for today for the president to visit to lacrosse. When do you when do you first does does Mitch tell you or do you tell Mitch? Oh uh, yeah, Joe Biden's going to come uh, this week. Or who gets to hear that first? And and what is that news like when you first hear it? Yeah, no. So typ- so typically we we do get some lead information on this is a possibility, mm-hmm. and so you know at, at that point in time, uh, this one this one was rather quick. So this was kind of pulled together. Um, I would say probably quicker than most and. Uh, so I think uh, my, my uh, efforts at getting in touch with, with Mayor Reynolds was at about the same time that he was hearing that this was a possibility of the president visiting lacrosse. Oh, so you almost got to break him the news then a little almost, bit. Almost, almost, <laughs> oh. yeah. Um, what, do you, any, any idea, do you theorize as why that was put together so quick? Because he came from Washington and went back. Uh, you know, it's not usually we're a pit stop, right? Like we're just kind of on the way to somewhere else. But he, he hear him back, and that was it. Yeah. So, so again, I mean, from my experience, you know, campaigning is much different than 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 you know a sitting president who who may be coming for a specific uh, uh, speech on infrastructure, or agriculture, or that kind of thing. So, how that gets pulled together, who all the players are in that. I certainly don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, I got, uh, yeah. I got to leave it to the. I'll ask the political scientists guys uh, uh, later in the week. Um, now I asked. I obviously asked Mitch about meeting the president. You you got to meet the president as well. I did. Yes. And what was that? What was your conversation with him like? Yeah, it, it was quick. He was very thankful for our service. Very thankful for for what we were providing in terms of support. You know, for his visit and uh, uh, very gracious, very nice uh, uh, interaction with him and. Uh, and it went well. So. Did you hand him the bill, or did like I asked Ron Kine yesterday? Have Joe bring one of those big TV Happy Gilmore checks uh, to to pay the police? Because I'll make a story out of this later. I'm going to be asking you what the bill is. Yeah, you know, and and, and I, I I seem to hear you talk about that quite a bit. Um, no, as a matter of fact, uh, standing practice for us is not to bill a sitting president for for his visits to uh, to our area to to lacrosse. Now campaign. Uh, season is much different. So in campaign season, that's where you see uh, bills going, you know, going to the different candidates. Um, and really, it's 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 incredibly labor intensive when we have several candidates coming at different times. 
when we have to pull our staffing in. And certainly, um, it's, it's very difficult to try to budget or try to set aside money uh, to be able to pay our staff to, to provide this. But historically, um, a sitting president, we, you know, we provide that service for the President of the United States uh, to assist the Secret Service, protect him while he's here, and make sure that his trip is, is safe. Um, coming to lacrosse and then and then leaving lacrosse to wherever he's going next. Okay, real nitty gritty detail because he's going to run again, and he'll be president. So when when that comes and he's campaigning, then you'll bill him, even though he's sitting president. Yeah. So we've had we would, during campaign visits and during you know so so uh, last time around you know we've had several campaign visits from uh, then President Trump and then Vice President uh, Pence. And so that's a little bit different than when the campaigns then get billed. Yep. Um, but, but again, during, you know, during, during these times when, when they're coming here to speak on, on a topic, kind of doing their job as president, um, we, we just historically ha- have not billed uh, the president uh, of the United States for, for those visits. Okay, I'm going to keep that, and then I'm going to hit that button every time somebody asks me that I'm not going after Joe Biden. I've gone after Donald Trump because – you said during campaign season, um, there's a there was a helicopter flying overhead the whole time. Do you, I mean, do you know that's going to happen? Is that pretty typical? I, I just seen, I saw it way out. I, I live south of here, so I had to go home for for a, a bit today, and it was way south of here. So I was like, well, that's weird. Why is that helicopter way down here? Yeah, I think again, um, yeah, it's typical from my experience, and I think it's just standard protocols that the that the Secret Service have in place. Um, just you think like if something happens, the helicopter will land and pick him up, or what? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. What <laughs> Is there Gatling do, guns on the side? They're they, gonna. <laughs> they've got it covered. Yeah. So, yeah. How how uh, how tough is it to just to coordinate with Secret Service, or or is it relatively smooth? Just the we're gonna get the route. Do you do you get to pick the route? Do they get to pick the route? Um, typically, they're picking the route, and and they're just inquiring with us about just just the local knowledge on the route that they want to take. Um, they take in a lot of different factors as far as how they how they try to understand the best way to get the president from the airport to wherever that spot's going to be where he's going to speak. Um, and, you know, we specifically this last campaign season, we had several stops here. So we have been, you know, working really well with the Secret Service, have a pretty good idea of what the needs are going to be when a candidate's going to come. And, uh, and, and we just try to provide that support in the best way that we can. Um, th- so f- from what I notice when i went home and through la crescent there's the president definitely went through la crescent was did, do you think that was the, the just the it, that's the easiest way to get him to the south side um you know oftentimes it is you know as far as number of uh, uh of intersections and and that sort of thing ingress egress um what needs to be covered what needs to be looked at as far as security measures whether it's uh uh you know shutting down a, a certain road or putting up traffic barriers or those kind of things. They're looking at all of that. So geographic areas, how, how the highways or streets, you know, how they're running, wh- how many intersections they're going to be going through, those kind of things are all playing into uh, their decision. Um, yeah, and then I, obviously they kind of did just a roundabout because they must have went back that way because they came through downtown. Um, you did, and you weren't down at you weren't down at the airport when it came off, but. Uh, watching the motorcade come up, but there, there was first there, before the motorcade came, there was a bunch of other like you know I, whether they're Secret Service cars or, or who who that is. Maybe it's your guys. I don't know. Uh, but they get to the where you would turn to go to the airport or turn to go to like the the Colgan airfield, and uh, they just gun it. Like it just is that just them being like, ah, let's see what we can do. <laughs> it just seemed really funny to me. All these people are right here, and yeah. now we're gonna gun it. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure uh, what you saw or why they did it at that point in time, but uh, yeah, I mean they—they they, again, I mean they have their protocols as far as what what they 
are going to be doing, the speed that they're going to be traveling, and, and really the time that they know it's going to take to, to get from against essentially point A to point B. Now, when talking to Biden, did you get anything in for, hey, you know, by the way, you know what we need? You're driving natural gas. What are you driving, LP? Well, LP cars or something. Hey, we need a couple of electric vehicles too, you know. Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, no, and, and and some of our new uh, vehicles are hybrids, you know, electric hybrids. So yeah. um, that technology is is coming into play now for for our police vehicles as well. So now, to be honest, like every once in a while, you just you just like to light it up too when you're when you're on duty. <laughs> well, you know, not not every once in a while. <laughs> uh, all right, that's Police Chief Sean Kudron. He's going to join us here at the bottom half of the hour as well. Scott's comment coming up. Brad's got to do the news. We'll be back after this right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Police Chief Sean Kudron in here with me. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden, we, we spent half the show here talking about Joe Biden, and I think we I think we covered. Did I miss anything with Joe Biden talk? We, we no, really... I think you covered it very well. And, uh, you know, it's just disappointing that he didn't get over to Ranison or uh, maybe get a Culver's treat. I don't know. Um, I want to I want to talk about this real quick because it all it, it, it's it's getting hot out again. It's going to be hotter this summer. Uh, a lot of people there's there's a lot of Facebook pages out there. People, uh, you know, social media, people will share. I saw this dog in a hot car and I'm. And all the comments would be break the window and 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 stuff like that. So I just want to I, I brought the, the the highest guy I know that can tell me what the law is when you see a hot dog. You're you're in the parking lot at a store. It's really hot out. This dog you you kind of you're you're one two minutes is almost too long for somebody to see a hot dog in a car. Uh, you know, especially if it's 80, 80 degrees or or more out. Uh, what is the law with I'm go- I can break this window and get this and, and save this dog from from you know this hot car? Yeah, so no, when you first had had presented the information to me, I you know I wasn't sure if there there you know was something that that was going on or, or something that had happened. But this really is an important uh, topic, and as you said, we've had some very hot weather, um, and certainly we're going to have more hot weather you know in the city as summer goes on. And I'm a pet owner, and I love my pets, and and everybody does. What do you got, turtle? What do you got? No, no, I, we got dogs. <laughs> uh, we got dogs. So, um, so no, so so this law, as we talked about it before, is is as you said. I mean, somebody sees a car; it's very hot out. All the windows are up, and and there's a pet inside. And there's just there's a few things. I mean, this is an extension of the Good Samaritan law, and and basically, an individual has to have you know a good faith belief that 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 dog um, is in danger, in imminent danger or, or, or suffering harm. Um, at that point, if, if they determine that the vehicle is locked, um, they are required to, to contact authorities. So either call 911, uh, call animal control, call non-emergency. Yeah. They, they are required to do that. They could call 911, right, though? They're not going to get in trouble for that? No, I mean, I, I mean no, they're You're not. Right. Yep. I, mean, I mean, they're acting in good faith that, that they believe that this pet is in danger, and so that is okay for them. Because in my head, I'm like, I got to look up the police dispatch line, yeah, no, and it's going it. to take yep. a little bit longer. Right. But yep. Yeah. So, and then at that point in time, I mean, it, as long as they cover that, they have that ability to be able to then do the least, you know, the least amount of damage possible, mm-hmm. whatever that might be, to then to save that that pet or to to provide relief to that pet. So no throwing a shopping cart through the like the front window. <laughs> well, <Nothing> and, like... <laughs> you know, not everybody probably is maybe going to be equipped with something that's going to easily break a window yeah. or what have you. So I mean, these can be complicated situations. But then they're required to stay. Yeah, you know, they're required to stay then until you know whether it's the owner that shows up or law enforcement is able to show up or animal control. 
Uh, and that makes sense because uh, you can't just take the dog with you. Right. Now you're stealing yeah. a dog. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta stick around, and 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 if you're the one that broke the window, but many you know at times you know many people might be there to try to help the situation. You know, if you're the one that that actually you know did the the, the breaking of the window, you know, we want you to stick around so that we can get that information from you. Um, but that that is essentially the law. I mean, that yeah. is essentially the way the law is written. And again, it's kind of that good Samaritan extension of. Of trying to save a, a a pet that that might be in would, need. Would there ever be a case where, you know, obviously the owner comes in the car? I mean, but at that point, you're like, hey, I've been sitting here ten minutes. Your dog's been in this hot car. I mean, do you, can is is there something people should should or could do to report that person? Or well, yeah, I mean that that can happen. I mean, yeah. they they and, and again, I mean, animal control is is oftentimes who would follow up on something like that just to make sure that it isn't a, you know. Uh, ongoing situation where, where that pet is going to be put in harm's way. Um, and, and people, I mean, I, I see it a lot. You probably see it a lot. I mean, people like to, to drive around, have their pets with them, and, and oftentimes just, again, don't realize how extremely dangerous that can be, even if they believe they're just going to run into the store for a little bit. Yeah. That car heats up very quickly. And so it, it's very important to, you know, number one, take precautions, or number two, again, I mean, if, if you know that that temperature is hot out there, it might just be better for the health of your pet to leave them at home if you have to make a quick run to, say, the grocery store or something. Like now, that. when you have your pet turtle in the back, it's in a <laughs> bowl of water. Is that okay, or do we still call 911? I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't have as much knowledge on turtles, but, but uh, dogs uh, could be certainly a little bit different. Um, so. And obviously, if you call 911, dispatch is really going to walk you through what to do, too, right? Like, yeah. They're going to know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. The, the uh, we mentioned this Huska Park murder, and when I talked to Mitch about this, I kind of messed. I mixed this up with the 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 person that died at Cameron Park of a drug overdose. So I was kind of like in my head, it's been a long day. Um, so that happened a couple of weeks ago. That's what I was referring to to Mitch earlier today. But there's there was literally a murder last night in Huska Park. Yes. Um, you guys have have can you can you just break? Can you just want to tell me where you're at with all that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we had put out a press release um, a little about. Uh, well, it's still early morning hours or mid-morning hours uh, today, um, just explaining that, you know, we did respond to, to an incident um, in Huska Park. There was an altercation between two people. Um, one individual did end up with an injury and, and died as a result of that injury. Um, we were able to pull information together um, and make an arrest uh, this morning. And uh, we, this, this investigation is still very active. We've got uh, staff right now. That, that are out working and pulling together more information, looking for more information. Uh, we had, you know, our staff, our officers, investigators were in working this case um, all through the night. Um, they did an excellent job of, of just really pulling information together. Our neighborhood resource officers have really worked closely with the unsheltered population. They know the, they know many of them very, very well. Um, those, those relationships and, and, and really their interaction of building rapport with them really assisted in our investigation just to find information today. Um, and we're still working this case, um, obviously, for, for all of those involved, and specifically uh, the, the deceased and, and, and his family. You know, our hearts go out to them. This is, it's, it's a tragedy. Um, and, and we know that, that we have very tough situations with the individuals who, who are there right now. Uh, but we're doing the best we can to, to investigate this, pull all the information together, and, uh, and, 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 and really bring this investigation to a completion yeah and you and you caught someone that allegedly probably was part of this incident and um when when you get cooperation like that i just want to bring i want to bring the 
there was a shooting at Chuck E. Cheese some time ago. Is that your is that you or on Alaska? Um, we we were involved in that. Yes, and I think a lot of the the witnesses in that in that incident were weren't cooperative. Actually, I don't even know how that turned out. Are we still are we done with that one? Um, there's, I, yeah, I mean that that was a that was a pretty involved case. Um, it involved a, a, a lot of different uh, information and just in, in circumstances that were involved here in in lacrosse, but but also from other areas as well. Uh, but yes, I mean there are times, and, and and it's unfortunate that we deal with with violent crime uh, where we don't get a lot of cooperation, and and you know we we continue to want to work with our community those relationships we want this to be the safest community it can be and and at times I mean we we really need the eyes and ears of, of our community to help us as a policing agency uh, to keep people safe and uh, so we you know we really encourage our community to help us um, at, at any time no matter what type of situation happens that if they can provide information to us we encourage that um, yeah so so in that case you didn't get a whole lot of cooperation. Uh, but you, but you, did you get? Are you getting pretty good cooperation from from people in and around Hooska Park? Um, you know, so far we are. Okay. You know, it's it's complicated. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. I mean, that that population and just the circumstances that they're that they're in, it makes it very very complicated. And so it it's challenging. There's no doubt about that. Um, but we are we're, we're working um, diligently, and and again, just through rapport building that has been ongoing with our homeless. Uh, situations and those who are unsheltered, um, it, it allows us then to, uh, you know, again, make those contacts without it being the first time that they've ever engaged police. I, I imagine this, and I don't want to, I'm not picking on this section of the population or anything, but like in my head, I'm, I'm working this out. Um, when when you have stuff like this and you need cooperation from, from witnesses, but maybe those witnesses have a warrant out, um, is there, do they have any protections there for giving you a statement on something and then they give you your name and you're like, you know, you actually have a warrant out. Um, is there, what, how, how does that work? Well, we do the, we do our best to work with okay. them and, and really just depending on what the situations are. Um, we, we have avenues that we can take to try to work with them, work with the criminal justice system, work with the judges and the prosecutors, uh, to, to figure out, a, you know, really a, sure. a good conclusion for that particular situation. Is there a way to anonymously be a witness in, in, a, in a case like that? There, like the, in who's got, yes. you're, you're literally talking to me. I want to give you what I saw, but I actually don't want to tell you yes. who I am because yes. you, otherwise you're going to just turn around and arrest me. You know? Well, no, I, yeah. I mean, so there's opportunities for that as well. We, we work through those situations. Obviously we have our crime stoppers, our tip line where people can call in. Oh, sure. So, so there's, there's opportunities for people to remain anonymous and provide that information to help, us as a policing agency uh, solve, solve these issues. It probably makes it a little harder, though, because then it's anonymous and like, hey, where did you get this? And it then can. you can't go to that person. It can. It can be. Yeah. But but ultimately, at the end of the day, we would rather have the information as opposed to not. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Moving to the to the next thing I want to I was just flying through because you got about three minutes here. Okay. Um, so you get one minute each on these, and I think maybe you only need a minute. Um, Governor Evers, uh, you know, in the legislature passed some police, what are we going to call them, police reform bills? police reform legislation, uh, and stuff that, you know, we've talked about this in the past. I've talked with other officers at, at the La Crosse Police Department about this. You're kind of ahead of the game here when it comes to uh, some of the stuff that's passed, right? Yeah, we, we've tried to stay ahead of the curve uh, on many of these um, these bills and, and different ideas as far as moving forward. Uh, recently, they, they had three um, bills that passed. That are, they would be considered now Wisconsin Acts uh, 48, 49, and 50. 
Uh, the first one is prohibiting chokeholds, which we have done now for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, 49 actually has to do with, with posting our use of force policies online. We have done that for, uh, uh, we've done that for well over a decade. Um, and Act 50 has to do with just publishing an annual report as it relates to use of force incidents. And we are now, we have, we have published our second report on that. It's something that we um, have pulled together just, just for our transparency page, our professional standards report. And so we feel we're, again, I mean, we're, we're a, we try to stay ahead of the curve on doing the best possible service we can for our community. And, uh, and, and, and these acts that are passed, um, we're already doing uh, what these uh, bills are going to require. Do you, do you look ahead to, you see some of the, you know, like, oh, you know what we could, because at some point you had to say, you know what, these the chokeholds is, is a, you know, you had to take them off yeah, the table at some right. point. And if you're ahead of that, how long have you been ahead? Like how long? Have you Over six years with that. Okay, with, with so that particular situation. So yeah. why why is it that you guys noticed that, and then now what? At least statewide, if not nationally, we're trying to get rid of that. Yeah. Um. What, did you see something there? And 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 is well aside from chokeholds, is there something else now that you're looking? You know what? We could probably like no knock warrants is something that sure. I don't and I don't even know where you're at with that, but maybe that's something you're starting to look into. And you go, you know what? We should probably get rid of these. Or, or is the Lacrosse Police Department in, in, anywhere there? So, so no, not we, specifically, not but in speci- general, yeah, like not specifically as far as getting rid of something. But no, I mean we we look at best practices in law enforcement. We're an accredited agency. We have been for several years now, and as part of that accreditation process, we are always looking for what the best practices are. Uh, for for policing and, and serving our community, and so that allows us to look ahead, and that allows us to to hone in our policies to provide the best service that we can, and that's what has has allowed us to look at some of these situations already, and and be able to be doing this because we know that that's what's best uh, for our community mm-hmm. to see who we are as as a police agency and what we do to serve our community. Is there a next one coming that maybe you guys will you know what we'll change this soon. Um, yeah, we're looking at we're looking at several um, the the bills that came out of the Wisconsin State Assembly uh, the, the task force group that came yep. together. There were several more other than these three or four that they passed. Um, we've looked at all of those, and, and we feel very confident that as an agency, we're doing all of the things that that task force is hoping to have law enforcement agencies do across the state. So we feel we're ahead of of many of those topics yeah that are crucial right now do you do you become a witness at some of these things because like hey we're doing this and it's working it's not hindering the police department like enact it guys like we go ahead sure so as far as become you know being a witness to it i mean we are you're setting an example i guess you know you know yeah no we're, we're trying you know that that's what we're trying to do i mean we we consistently as an administration as well as with you know our officers in the field you know what is working what what are your thoughts on this where can we go to just simply be better? What are the topics that are on the forefront right now? And and always, I mean, we always want to be improving as yeah, a professional when, police. When agent. the assembly has these on the table, hey, we're thinking about passing these, making you know, making the police do this or not do that. Uh, Lacrosse Police Department, we go, hey, we you know, we're experienced. We've already done this, so here, yeah. you know, come come take a look or come talk to us. We'll tell you how it's going. Yeah, so we have that ability, and and oftentimes law enforcement agencies will will. Kind of compare and contrast policies, mm-hmm. uh, and and look at different agencies to say how does this work for you? How did you get to that point? And then see how we can conform to that as well if it seems to be what's what's best uh, for policing and for serving communities. 
Um, I I know you got to go. There's never a point where you ban something like that. Ban ban chokeholds, and you go. Actually, we need the chokeholds back. Uh, the chokeholds is a bad example, but is there any? Do you ever go back on something? You know, we actually need no knock warrants again. We're going to go back to that. Well, and and again, I mean, no knock warrants. You know, this is something that that has been um, talked about and and controversial. But there's there's a reason for them. I mean, there are safety reasons for them based on the type of incident that, that you might be serving that warrant for. So so we we see a need, but we also see scrutiny when it comes to applying for those warrants. Mm-hmm. We also see the need for having different sets of eyes, different perspectives, at looking at, at, at all angles of why we're serving that and how do we do it in the safest way possible. Um, does it need to be a knock and announce? Does it need to be a no-knock? And I think the more scrutiny we can provide to it as police professionals, the better results we'll always have on the, on the with the end product. And that's what we've been doing as an agency because we believe that's the best way to, to proceed with that. All right. That's Police Chief Sean Kudron. I kept him over time. Now he's going to have to log in on his laptop in his car uh, to his Zoom meeting. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. All right. One more quick break. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Thanks to Mitch Reynolds for dropping in after meeting the president. Sean Kudron, Police Chief Sean Kudron, also got to meet the president. Wasn't on camera though, so I don't know if he actually got the meeting. Uh, there's there's video there of of Joe Biden coming off Air Force One and and uh, him, Ron Kind, and Tammy Baldwin all having a little. Uh, the only thing that kind of stinks for for Mitch is all we get to see is the back of his head, which you know, great for him because nobody wants to see him for the front of his head. But you know, we we want to see the mayor. Uh, <laughs> 608-785-7914 is the talk and text slide. I I, uh, I, I I had too many things to get through with Kudron. I have my agenda. He's got his agenda. No, we had. I just had things I want to talk about, and you heard them all there. Um, so I, I didn't have any time to read text, so I'm sorry that we we didn't get to these. But I, I think I answered some of the texts as we went on here. But uh, John texted in, are we billing the White House? No, we're not. So that was a surprise to me. I You know, I was making a joke about that yesterday. You know what a great what a great photo op for Joe Biden to bring a giant check and just hand it to the police, um, but apparently the police don't bill a, a sitting president when it's not campaign season. If you missed that, uh, you can go back and listen. Uh, WisdomNews.com slash podcast or wherever you download podcasts. Lacrosse Talk PM and uh, Joe Joe another Joe. Oh, this is Joe. That was John. Uh, Joe texted in. I'm not really sure. He did this right before the break, so we talked about. Biden and coming to visit and police security around there. So at about that conversation, Joe texted in America first, live it or learn Mandarian. I thought it was Mandalorian because that would have been interesting. I would have loved to uh, talked about the Mandalorian. And then he says, God, I hope you change your attitude soon, which will come with knowledge. Um, we're just talking about the police security around having a presidential visit, but uh, yeah, I'll learn the Mandalorian. Uh, so another, another, uh, Sparky texted in Jim here said, is it against the law to leave your pet in a locked car? That's running with AC on. I'm just going to go out on a limb, Jim, and say, no, if your car is on and the AC is on, no, but it might be hard for somebody to tell that the AC is on, right? Like if your car was on and the AC wasn't on or your AC was broke, how would anyone know? So I would say no, but like there's probably some wiggle room there to to getting in trouble. So, um, but I can tell you that I have had my dog and 
I left the car on and left the AC on, but it was for li- literally a minute. Cause I don't like to leave my car on period. Um, and li- libertarian guy said to, I needed to mention crisis intervention training, um, which was probably a good topic to bring up there it, with mental illness and everything. Libertarian guy would have, you know what? I wish I would have brought that up, but Kudron had to run and I had to get all my stuff in before he ran because I, uh, I was just curious about stuff that's going on in the state, obviously in the city and, and everything else. Um, all right, so I know I have a guest tomorrow. <laughs> the way my head works today, though, I uh, it's either the animal guy or somebody else.